Emotionally ready? Yeah. I got whiskey on the rock. I got whiskey on the rocks. Let's do this. Uh, this is either an addendum to the Rook show that we recorded a couple of days ago, or its own bonus thing. Uh, surprise, here's a bonus. Emotional labor. Be ready. Uh, I'm going to start this off with some trigger warnings because I think it's important. We will be talking about sexual assault. Um, horrific. And I don't even necessarily know all the details because I didn't get that far in the fucking report. Uh, it was not a good week for me to uh, to dig that deep into a document that size and requires me to be that fucking angry. Uh, we are talking about the report on the Blackhawks. Uh, we are if this is addendum to this is because we said we didn't think anything was going to happen, uh, which we were very wrong the very next day about. Um, so yeah, uh, this is going to be exhausting to record. It's going to be exhausting, I imagine, to listen to, especially after a whole week of coverage. But we're also going to yell and scream because we're also fucking mad about it. <sighs> so, you know, take a pause and grab a drink if you need to. I've got, yeah, Penn's got wine. Right I've got, I've got fucking whiskey, so... Bottoms up, friends. This is going to be a fucking slog. I guess we should start with... Yeah, we're going to start with what meek positives we have here. Because they're going to look pathetic in the shadow of what we have to talk about right now. Uh, in... The only time I will fucking say this this entire goddamn night, I'm a little loath to say it now. The Blackhawks credit from the report, I read the first 10 pages or so of the... Do you remember the law firm's name off the top of your head? Not off the top of my head, no. It's on Friedman's Twitter timeline. If you can pull it up, uh, I will I will Jenner and cover. Block. Jenner and Block. Uh, from the Jenner and Block report, which is out there you can read the whole thing i 107 pages i think is the total length I they think, had full oh go ahead i was just gonna say i think that's a positive in itself the, i think the law firm did a really good job yes uh they had full access they were not curtailed they were not kneecapped they got to do a true independent investigation which we called, I don't know if we called it on this show or maybe just in private discussions. We said, yeah, uh huh, sure, bull fucking shit. Yeah, we when that was announced. Cynical. Yeah. Um, so good on them uh, to Jenner and Block. Good job for the most part. There will be a kick in the nuts for you as well, just not as hard as everyone else is getting today. Oh, I'm curious what that is. Um, well, we can go into it. We, we can we can kind of kick off with that. Um, but that was a, a apparently a very hard read. Again, I did not have the emotional bandwidth today, this week, to get through that. I was working on fried all fucking week. So unfortunately, despite my intention to get through it, I made it through about 10% of the fucking thing. Yeah, I read spots, um, but yeah, I, I did not read it front to back either. It's also apparently fucking graphic uh which i think is important 
Uh, but also, warning, if you're getting into that, apparently a drink might not be all you need. Uh, to their discredit, in John Doe's own words, who we now know is Kevin Beach, Kevin Beach, Kyle, Kyle Beach. Beach. Yeah. Uh, part of why he came forward is because uh, Jenner and Block put so much fucking information about him in there that people figured out who he was. Oh. They did a shit job of protecting his anonymity. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, From his interview, it seems like he might have come out to, to discuss it anyways, but part of his reason for coming out, per that TSN interview, was because people knew who the fuck he was. Yeah, I wonder how, how difficult it is to put down specific facts with, like, specific dates uh, while remaining, you know, preserving anonymity. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I read the part of the report where they were talking about how John Doe was a prospect for the Chicago Blackhawks taken in the first round who was called up as a black ace in those playoffs. And I was thinking to myself, well, the, yeah, that, that, that can't be too many people. It's got to narrow it down pretty far. I've, uh, from what I understand, there's also physical descriptions of him that really narrowed it down. Um, mm. Again, this is a little secondhand because I, again, didn't get through that, that document. But that was also a bit of what happened there. I don't know how hard that is, but they fucking failed and you get a, a, a fairly hearty fuck you for that one. Yeah. But they fair. come out the cleanest from this. So before I pick up my fuck you bat and really start swinging, let's do a, uh, let's do a timeline here. This is 2010. This is the Blackhawks first cup win since what is it 67 was the last a time long they cut last time yes the year when the blackhawks drought. went from being one of the jokes one of the joke franchises of the nhl back to glory and it's uh as i don't know i i have trouble believing that karma exists after seeing that they won the yeah. cup that year so this starts late in the th uh, i do believe this was the third round in the 2010 playoffs Kyle Beach is called up as a black ace, in case you do not know what that means. It means he's a prospect who, if the need arises through injury or other circumstances, can be called in to play for the team. So he's basically a backup player that could, you know, come in in a time of need if the team starts getting thin. I What I have here is a timeline that I took from NBC I do believe uh, so some of the dating is a little bit weird um, but I'm just going to go with what I have taken from them uh, May 8th to 9th 2010 was the sexual assault on Kyle Beach um, I did read some synopsises of what happened uh, I think I, I'm unclear uh, so, are, how much of that have you read? About what actually happened? About what actually happened. Uh, from the report, I read a paragraph that talked about how Beach, Aldrich, and a woman went to Aldrich's apartment. Uh, and there was some sort of sexual encounter with the woman. And then the woman left. And then there was an additional 
uh, that's when the assault occurred. Yeah, uh, I, I, I've heard something about that as well. I don't know the details on that really. Was it, and and final warning: this is where things are about to get fucking uh, sexual assault discussion in, in a little bit more detail. Was it Beach that forced oral sex onto, or uh, was it Aldrich who forced himself? So did it, did he end up? doing oral sex on beach or did he force it the other way around that was not clear from the wording i think it sounded as if there was a hand job or blow job one way and then a hand job or blow job the other way okay and my understanding of the situation also well this is certain that he threatened yeah. beach to you know you better fucking enjoy it or i will ruin your career yes uh, and i also be, uh, have read and i don't i didn't see this and I didn't get deep enough to know whether or not this is in the report uh, that he was that Beach was threatened with a baseball bat if he tried to leave early. Oh, I did not see that, but that may have been okay. the part I didn't see. So I'm going to leave that as unsubstantiated as we don't know, but that is something I read. Uh, May 12th through the 19th, 2010, the assault is reported to one of the few heroes of this story, skills coach Paul Vincent. On the 23rd of May, the infamous, now, senior staff meeting occurs, which includes uh, John McDonough. Uh, let's, let's see if I, I'm Stan Bowman, off the top. Stan Joel Bowman, Quinville, uh, Al McIsaac. Al McIsaac. I think Kevin Shovel that, die off as well. Yes, I think he was there as well. And the uh, the very short summary of the meeting is, well, we're we're playing for a Stanley Cup. We don't need to uh, to do anything about this right now. It would be bad press. Yes, I think maybe we'll go into the details about some of the things that were said in this when we get to uh, the particular heads I would like mounted at this particular point. Uh, on June tenth, twenty ten. That's right. We've gone from May twenty third. To June 10th, Aldrich sexually assaults an intern, a Blackhawks intern. No action has been taken against him between May 23rd, when they have gotten the full story from a top, someone who was described in the things I have read as a top prospect for their fucking team. He's a first round pick. I, I, is it like 11th overall or something? I mean, that shouldn't matter. But it, it shouldn't. If he's a fucking seventh round pick, I don't give a yes. fuck. But if you spent a first round fucking pick on him. Yeah. I and mean, this is it a just, video. It just coach. indicates yeah. how little they gave a fuck about anybody in their fucking organization at fucking all. Yeah. But so we've gone almost a goddamn month. June 2010. Aldrich bags himself another fucking victim. And in my in my opinion. Where I'm going to just kind of veer here. Everybody in that fucking room is also guilty of that assault. Yeah, they did. They did nothing. They, you know, people have already brought this up, but the, the quote, all it takes for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Wouldn't call any of these men good men, but they definitely did no. nothing. <laughs> no. June 14th through, through 16th, HR finally gets involved. Aldrich is forced to resign with a severance package. And his playoff bonus. And a recommendation. 
yes, glowing I recommendations for his next job. So very much, uh, ah. well, all right, g goodbye. Here, you're somebody else's problem now. Has, has that been confirmed? I believe Quenville wrote him a recommendation. Okay. Because I, from what I had heard previously is that, that the Generum block did not find that because, oh man, that all that those records were all gone. All the other records were there, but that record was gone. Weird. Um, but I am, I, even if Jenner and Block did not substantiate that, literally every other fucking aspect of this entire story has been proved true, so that's true. I'm I'm just going to say it. They did it. I don't give a fuck whether or not Jenner and Block found it. Everything else that's been accused or been brought up by Beach uh, or brought up by... Uh, Go ahead. This this is a performance evaluation dated June 29th, 2010. Quinville wrote, Aldrich did a great job for the coaching staff in preparing us for all our meetings and coordinating several tasks that we forward his way. Brad has several people relying on him at the same moment and has a way of deflecting and accommodating everyone at once. Congrats on winning the Stanley Cup. Oh. That's from Quinn, Frank Cerevalli. The, the tongue lashing I'm giving... Quenville's yeah, man, what just a, that much worse. What a fucking tarnished legacy. Quenville... What a piece of fucking human garbage. Off to a great start this year with the Panthers. Widely regarded as one of the best coaches around. And man, does this just take a huge shit all over his legacy. Then, so, that's the end of the story with Aldrich in the Blackhawks. He then goes to what I've read today, he went to USA Hockey and was a video coach for the women's team. Don't know what, what if anything happened there. We know sometime after that, I don't have the dates there, he went to the University of Miami in Ohio, and then in 2013, he went to a high school in Michigan and assaulted a fucking 16-year-old. Yeah. All in the heads of the Blackhawks organization. Yeah. Yeah, what a... So, yeah. moving up to finish our timeline here, sometime last year, John McDonough was fired when these allegations first came out. The, uh, the sacrificial lamb that was supposed to make this go all, all go away. 10-26 this year, Stan Bowman resigns, plus Al McIsaac. 10-27, we have Kyle Beach stepping forward in a fucking gut punch of a interview with TSN. Yeah, it's if you haven't seen it, it it's uh it's very hard to watch. I mean, he's fighting back tears for most of it. Rick Westhead is fighting back tears yeah. half the fucking time. He can barely keep it together. Well, it's so it's nice to see some fucking empathy after all of the lack of empathy from the from the beginning of this. Just a league full of fucking demons, dude fucking swear well and it, i think it go ahead sorry yeah i sorry uh either the 26th or 27th Batman says that i'm gonna go talk with uh quinville and shovel day off who are the other two members of this shit show who were no longer part of the blackhawks at the time when this all finally came out uh on the 27th when beach steps forward Quinville coaches a motherfucking game. Yeah, who's... Yeah. <laughs> uh. What the... What the living fuck? Oh, here's another conspiracy 
theory question. You know how Taves and Kane both were like held out of a couple games around this point? I didn't know that, no. Yeah, I think Kane at least was in COVID protocol, maybe. But uh, that's kind of convenient timing. I genuinely am, am willing to believe just about anything up to and maybe including one of them having a bat boy like at this point yeah uh the day after joe or fucking quinville coaches a motherfucking game he meets with uh gary bettman is let to resign and uh at least as things stand according to gary bettman's liar fucking mouth if Quinville wishes to return, he has to have another meeting with Bettman, and it seems like there will be discipline before he returns. It's, it feels a little bit Slava Voinov-esque. He doesn't have the fucking balls to ban him for life, but it feels like he's been banned. Maybe that there's like a legal reason for that, where if you make it a little bit more nebulous, you don't have to worry about being sued. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have a lot of empathy right now for this fucking garbage. Yeah. And then today was the 29th. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield Dayoff gets off of fucking nothing. Yeah, the the uh, thinking behind that is very uh, Nazi. I was just following orders-esque. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's start with that, because that I found out just before recording, and I was thinking about that on the way home. Uh and it was, you know, the, it was basically, he's not senior, senior staff, so he didn't have the power to do that. Did he not have the power to check up two weeks later? Hey, the the rapist is still in the organization. What the, what the fuck is going on there? Or maybe make an anonymous call to the fucking cops. If no yeah. one has the balls to grab him by the throat, drag him out to the first fucking Chicago cop you see and just throw him at him. Or even less dramatic than that, just approaching Beach and saying, look, man, if you want to go to the cops, I'll go with you. And, I, you know, I'll be there with you. I, that's Anything. just, yeah. that's cowardice. It's That's fucking cowardice. But it would be better than what the fuck happened, which is, you you know, I don't, I don't be think this that's fucking rape. I, I think that would be I think fine. that I think if you make the victim do it, instead of doing it yourself, you're a fucking coward. I... It's not so much making the victim doing do it as yeah I, I guess I see your point of view yeah and and just just to be clear all these fucking guys are cowards all this fucking tough hockey man talk bullshit you're all a bunch of fucking low life gutless fucking cowards the only guys with any balls in this fucking story are Beach Vincent and uh, who are the two teammates who finally got uh, fucking Boynton sick of it? And said every, I don't remember who Boynton the other was. and Nick Boynton and, yeah, fuck. Those are the only two motherfuckers who have balls as well. Because yeah. they were like, yeah, no, I'm tired of all the fucking lies. We all fucking knew. And you know that they know. Because Beach was later chased around the ice by a former teammate on a different team getting called the F-slur and asking if he missed his boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't talked about the teammates. I I think that's just as bad. I mean, I, I think... Oh, yeah. The, the person I've lost the most respect for... Like, Patrick Kane, we all we all knew was 
a douchebag and a bad person. Uh, oh, and it, it Jonathan Taves, like we, I had a lot of respect oh. for, and I, I don't anymore. Absolutely not. He's trash. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. And his statements, his statements have been so, so just Disgusting. empty. More worried about like saving face with Bowman and Quenville, and it just yeah, completely, completely missed the mark. What a what a horrible horrible fucking statement to the press after this. Let's see. Do you know where where his statement is in the article you linked? I, I, I they have I, pieces of it all over the place. I, it's not. I, I probably could have found it better. Because I do want to read what he said, and then I want to roast him. Uh, well, uh, he, to here's death. one part. To me, Stan and Al make any argument you want. They're not directly complicit in the activities that happened. I just know them as people, and I've had a relationship and friendship with them for a long time. Uh, blah, 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 blah. People like them are what make playing for the Blackhawks one of the special places to play hockey. Um, Fuck you. And I'd say this to his fucking face. I don't care. You could beat me to sh- beat me half to death. You're a fucking coward. Yeah. And you've lost your fucking humanity. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, just the whole time, the, f- the whole statement. What the fuck goes through your fucking head? What what the fuck goes through your head to when this fucking report comes out and it's not a fucking question what happened? And you're like, no, they're great guys, man. No, they're great. He's talking about the two dipshits who just got fucking fired. That's who he's concerned about. He doesn't give a fuck about Beach. He threw him to a rapist to win a cup 11 years ago. He doesn't give a fuck about that guy. He doesn't fucking care about pretending that he gave a fuck about that guy. Yeah, he says he didn't know until the following training camp when we Get have fucked. all these reports. I mean, he's the captain of the team at that point. Yeah, he is 22. That's not very old. But he's the captain of the team. And you have, you know, you hear from players on teams that the Blackhawks faced that, like, they had heard about it. So if they'd heard about it, <laughs> you better fucking believe the, the marketing department the fucking knew about it. Yeah. Fuck you. And yeah, 22 is old, but you know who is, or, or is young, but you know who is younger? Beach. Yeah. You fucking heartless piece of trash. Motherfucker, man. I, I, I'm blind. I, I do not, I cannot fucking comprehend. And this is, it, it's just like fucking Quinville. Quinville said in that, in that fucking meeting, we can't deal with this right now. That's just going to ruin the locker room. What the fuck are you talking about? I, you, He's one of your fucking players. You, you demon. You, what the fuck do I call someone like you? Demon. If, I, I, you know, it's no, it's no secret I play in a band. I work in theater. If, if I heard that from, you know, if I heard a roadie was assaulted by the guitar tech. The guitar tech would fall down the stairs as I pushed him to the fucking cops. I don't care if I'm on my way to a goddamn Grammy or what the fuck ever. Maybe it breaks down in this analogy here. I don't care what the fuck is going on. I don't care 
You could be one of my members of the band, even. And I will throw that motherfucker to the police. I don't care. Where is your fucking humanity, Quinville? Where'd you put it? It's probably in his mustache somewhere. You still have it if you put it there. Well, yeah. He's got it accessible, but it's kind of nestled away in there, and he only pulls it out on special occasions. Yeah, just uh, the the priorities of people to ignore a human issue and think it's more important to to win a Stanley Cup is it's pretty gross. Yeah, Al McIsaac said, "Oh, we made you know this is our best chance of getting a cup. We don't know if we'll go back here again. Who cares?" Really? Again, it's just like... It's just such a lack of humanity. Stan Bowman, too. His entire statement was how it was fucking... It was McDonough's fault. Oh, I thought he was going to take care of it. I, You know, I shouldn't have trusted him. Apparently, they have fucking beef. Oh, yeah, no, I... You know, I thought... I thought he was going to take care of it. I, now I know better. Shouldn't have just left it to him. But, yeah, it was, it was his fault. Yeah, all of the statements... Talking about fucking coward. Where was it? I forget whose statement it was, but talking about how like the Blackhawks organization failed, and it's just like, yeah, you, you mean the organization you were a part of and that you had a decision-making role in? Like, wait a, yeah, yeah. And Duncan Keith, nah, didn't know nothing about it, and he also didn't talk with the investigation. So you know uh, that's. Not much has been made about it, but uh, the Sharks' assistant coach, John Madden, was a veteran on this team. So, I would imagine he knew about it, too. And uh, I don't think it actually holds any any real weight, but Aldrich's dad works for the Sharks. Yeah, he does, yeah. And uh, Aldrich himself worked for the Sharks when he was, like, 20. But I I think that the report specifically said they found no no uh, evidence of anything happening while he worked for the Sharks. So, And, I, you know, it, as much as... I don't know. I don't think it's fair to blame somebody's dad. He, he no, could I don't, not have known. Uh, yeah. I I don't think there's any hay to be made there. Uh, other than just the, the strength of the nepotism within the NHL. Yeah. That someone like this can get in and get this much protection. I, I do uh, want to... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, we talk about the shitty statements. I do want to give a shout out yes, to I... Alex DeBrinket, who was 12 when this happened and still gave like a more accountability taking statement than fucking Kane or Dave's. Basically saying that, I think his words were, this was a change that needed to happen and it's a good thing that the Blackhawks parted ways with Stan Bowman. Yeah, as someone who wasn't a part of this this regime, like it, like, it seems like there's... Quinville brain poison up and down this whole fucking roster that's left from that that cup run. Yeah. And and so the guy who was not there, who was just like wasn't poisoned into inhumanity by by this whole fucking system. I mean, he he was still I guess, I don't know. Somebody who was selected by Stan Bowman. And I think when you look at Kane and Tave's statements, there's very much a like, oh, well, we owe Stan Bowman everything, so we can't talk ill of him. And Debrink it's just kind of like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, and one of the things I was thinking as I was I was listening to just some more coverage of this on my way home, I just I was reminded of the fact that 
you know, I was reminded of the double cane off season where Evander Kane did something shitty and I forget what it was, but Patrick Kane was accused of dragging a woman against her will into his car. And that I think just that was disappeared. Kane. Was that also Patrick Kane? I thought that was Patrick Kane. Was that Evander? Uh, the, the big scandal I know about with Patrick Kane, I think he was accused of rape at one point, but he also assaulted that taxi cab driver. Okay, I could like I could be a hundred percent misremembering that. Um, but in either case, uh, hi, that looks way more plausible. And like maybe it's a whole. You know, maybe that's the Blackhawks culture there. And it's also worth saying, unless I heard this incorrectly, this is the same year that Akeem Aliyu got fucking the N-word thrown in his fucking face. In the same organization. Uh, I think it might have been a little later. But it's around the same time, for sure. Yeah. So what the fuck's going on, Stan? Fucking Al? What 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 the fuck is happening with your organization? You shitbag gutless piece of shit. I I am I am so thoroughly fucking pissed with everything that, that came out of this, because it's all weak fucking bullshit. So you have Bettman's name in the notes, and I know the guy you have after it is certainly culpable. It's Don Fair, who's the head of the NHLPA, and I, he was the head then and is still the head now, right? I know he's the head now. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, who um, learned of this and did nothing? Bet Bettman is there for the Shevel Day of thing, but okay. I can't imagine he's not also ha doesn't have some hand in the pathetic $2 million fine that the Blackhawks organization got. For context, which I'm sure everybody who's listening to this show has heard, the Devils got fined $3 million in draft picks for an illegal contract. Was that, was that Kovalchuk? Yeah, it was Kovalchuk. <laughs> That's for the Kovalchuk contract. Uh, well, the Kovalchuk got... contract is, is worse by 50%. Plus draft picks, then hiding a rape. Oh man! And and letting two more happen that we know of. You have to laugh. <laughs> you have. You just have to laugh. Uh, I don't know if I'm enough drinking me to really heartily laugh. It it's 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 a joke. It's the it's the worst fucking joke in the entire world as far as sports go like what the fuck is going on here well, and again don fear what the fuck do you do here motherfucker who protects the tom wilson's and evander canes of the league he's good at and that just and, and the brad aldrich's as well apparently like yeah, genuinely how much longer how how many more days how many more weeks until we hear about the next one. What, what I'm interested in is Kyle Beach's. Uh, he's got to have a case for uh, I mean, who knows how many millions of dollars he missed out on because of this. The ownership group of the Blackhawks, who I do believe from both the report and from their actions, uh, did not know what happened. Uh, the Fitzes, 
Is that the, the Wurtzes? No, it's with I think it's Wurtz. the Wurtzes. Yeah, the Wurtz. I think they're brothers. Um, and they were the, you know, the Blackhawks did put a blanket denial out there and lied a whole bunch, and maybe it came from them. <coughs> and they didn't. And I do believe they genuinely did not know. I don't know. They they said that they will be settling with both Beach and the unnamed 16-year-old. They also decided to be motherfuckers about the whole thing by including, though we think we have a strong case, before saying that they were instructing their lawyers to settle. Hmm. So take all that goodwill that I built there for a half second and shove it up your ass, you fucking vultures. I, it's rot. It's rot top to bottom. And uh, this is this is the other thing that's important to uh, to point out is that Stan Bowman also was finally removed from USA Hockey. Yeah. And Paul Fenton may take his place. Paul Fenton, who's accused of covering up the rape of the wife of somebody in his organization while he was with the Penguins. Ooh, not yay. It's kind of kind of weird how you throw a stick and all of a sudden you hit two different rape cover-ups in this fucking league. How much more is there? Because you're not going to fucking look me in my fucking face and tell me there isn't. There are more players. There are more people on the side. Did Stan Bowman, McIsaac, Quinville... Everybody in that fucking room, Chevel Dayoff, is responsible for the sexual assault of one of their fucking interns and a 16-year-old. And I, I think the, the fucking statute of limitations is passed somehow, and they get to just go off scot-free, but they're still fucking guilty of it. I'm curious. It may be passed. And they also may not be legally tied to that. Maybe one of those situations where you can't you, you it, can't can't do that in court, but you know. Yeah, I it could be, but if you are silent, if your silence leads to directly leads to if you could have put this fucker in cuffs and you didn't, in my opinion, you're fucking guilty of the same crime. When you had a responsibility, a goddamn responsibility to protect people under your fucking leadership. And you blow that shit out your ass. You're fucking guilty of it. Yep. Law or not. Morally, I don't disagree. So, I mm -hmm. guess we'll wrap this shit up with what the fuck should have happened. Or what, you know, maybe could still happen. Probably not. This league is made of fucking cowards and liars. But I think one of the most appropriate punishments here is to strip the the Hawks of the 2010 Stanley Cup. That won't, that won't happen. It won't happen. But it should. If you want if you want this to actually matter. If you want to set a fucking example and you want to set a real cultural example of you don't fucking do this. You don't put human lives under the shiny fucking cup. Then you say Oh, so you were going to do anything it takes to win the Stanley Cup? Guess what? You don't have it anymore. Fuck you. 
you know, if you're a justice-minded intern who sometime or somehow has access to the Stanley Cup, wouldn't take long. Just go in there and put in a little asterisk. Yeah, a Dremel will do some will do irreparable damage to that, and they come in batteries. You don't have to have it wired. A Dremel and a little diamond burr is all you need. The Blackhawks have requested that Brad Aldrich be removed from the cup, but yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I think oh, I yeah, think that they basically said, "Well, that's kind of hard, but we can scratch his name out," which is yeah, basically the same thing. But. Aldrich, who partied with them when they when they won, got his day with the cup and yeah. was personally handed his cup ring by Al McIsaac. Yeah, they really give a fuck. Yeah. But no, genuinely, they sh- the one of the only things that would be actual reparative justice here is that they get stripped of the cup. Uh, all the all the leisures, and I include Shovel Dayov in that. He does not get to shirk responsibility here. They should all be tossed out of the league forever, gone, never to fucking re- be to return. And honestly, I think players like Taves and Kane, Keith Seabrook's gone. But anyone who who knew, who was in a, a leadership position, there should be fucking punishment for them too, and they should know who the fuck was taunting a rape victim with homophobic slurs, and those players should get kicked the fuck out. Yeah, I'd really love to know who did that. And it's eleven years later; it's over a fucking decade. They're probably gone anyways, but I want to know their names. Yeah, to at least be able to spit uh, on their legacy. Ex- those were literally the words I was going to use. This, every fucking bit of information about this should be out there. Because if, if we want to look a little bit more at some more complicated moral philosophy here, this is on us as well. We pay for this fucking shit. We give money to a league that finds a illegal contract more than rape, hiding rape, excuse me. And though you and I personally probably have not had a single one of our digital dollars go to the, you know, the money redistribution that the league does. Maybe. Because we... Maybe we have. Because, yeah, I was just saying, we don't know. We 100% no, don't know, but we could say, you know, we're low revenue teams, no net, no revenue teams. Maybe we don't. Maybe maybe none of that has happened, but it could have. So this shit's on us too. It's Batman should be gone. I'm it genuinely. He has handled this like shit. If he does not make a fucking example out of this. I think we've gotten more than predators. I expected, honestly. Oh, we've gotten more than, than we've expected. But the light of day almost makes it worse if you don't fucking come down like you mean it. Sexual predators go to places they know that they can get away with shit. That's why they're in the, like, uh, apologies to anybody who's Catholic in our audience. That's why there's so many of them in the Catholic Church, because that's just kind of their business model now. Or has been for fucking hundreds of years. They go to where they know they can get victims. And it, the NHL is not looking like a particularly thin target here. 
abusers of any kind are going to go where they can abuse people. And if you can, co- you can couch your, your abuse in, oh, anything for a win, then you get the fuck away with it. Yeah. There needs to be a hammer. There needs to be heads. And when I messaged you about this, I said, oh, heads are rolling. Because again, like you, I expected nothing. But now I fucking know. And I expect so much fucking more. I do not accept this pathetic fucking example. Just, just nothing that the League, the Blackhawks have done in reaction to this. This is a fucking embarrassment. And if he's not going to do better, get the fuck out, Batman, you coward. And every single one of these fucking cowards involved with this. Player and leadership alike. Clean fucking house. I have done a lot of the speaking here. And we've hit most of what I think or all of what I was planning and noted here. Is there anything you want to go off for for however long you feel like going for it? No, I... I I, I feel like I've monopolized this bonus a little bit. No, I think I've I've said what I I want to say. I think, uh, as in other situations, I don't have as strong feelings. Um, I I agree. Like (laughs) the fact that it takes all this coming to light for the NHL to do anything is is uh, that's a problem. Uh, But maybe it's just my my own cynicism. But when I hear things like strip the Blackhawks of the Stanley Cup. I just, I don't even, I don't even entertain the idea because I know it's not going to happen. So maybe that's yeah, just me I, I being mean, too, too jaded with the world we live in. <laughs> Listen, I agree with you, but I still want to say what should fucking happen. No, that's fair. So I can, I can add that bit to my fuck you bat that I beat people with, metaphorically. <laughs> It's the strong fuck you bat. It, it's a heavy fuck you bat at this point with the NHL. You know, it, if this becomes a big enough story, which it probably won't. It's a little shit league that <laughs> is really working hard to keep it that way. All the timing of this being the first year ESPN covers it. That, and that was going to be my thing too. Yeah. But if, if this becomes a well-known story, I will have a hard time telling people like looking them in the face and saying I'm a hockey fan. See, like, I'll do I, it. I just but I every sport has scandals like this. It's not just hockey. So your choices are to not watch any sports or to change your opinion about the people who are most heavily implicated and then keep watching hockey. Like I mean, I I understand like I understand I understand that point of view and I understand like the no ethical consumption or the capitalism ideal. But I also don't think you can use that as a way to erase the moral implications that you have as someone who supports this. And I'm not saying I'm going to stop watching hockey because I'm not. I The day of, I kind of did. I was just like, I don't really want to see this right now. This is not something I'm particularly interested in. But it is. it's still something that like I get, I am spending enormous amounts of emotional energy on this fucking thing. I spend 
my some of my free time when it is sporadically available at this point to talk about what's happening with my very bad team in a league that I'm becoming very frustrated with. So, obviously, I am invested. But if you keep bringing me morally to a certain extent into these fucking situations, I have a very hard time ignoring even the tiny amount of culpability that I may or may not have. Because I personally want no culpability when it comes to hiding rape. Yeah. I have a Blackhawks jersey now. I was just remembering that. <laughs> when my parents were in uh, Chicago. That's an unfortunate... That's not a... Yeah. That's an unfortunate item at this current point in time. I can see it in my closet right now, actually. <laughs> also... I just just on a on a completely different note, man, it's hard to read like a, a shitty mea culpa with that incredibly, we'll say, uh, problematic logo smiling at me the way it does. Yeah, it's not a great logo. It's it's not a good look. Um, so uh, looking at the timer, this is definitely going to be a bonus episode. Uh, it will fade in from silence, or as you've heard, it fades in from silence. There will not be intro music. There will not be outro music. I, it's just not going to fit with what we just did. Uh, I've, I've got plenty of links here that I will be adding to the bonus notes here, uh, including some things we didn't talk about. Uh, Jackie Redman has a great teardown of Taves' just disgusting statement, uh, and as many of the... Uh, links that we have i'll probably straight copy paste my timeline into the show notes as well just so you can see it well see it uh it will not include the stuff that happened out of the after the blackhawks because that's what i was focusing on when i created this uh this timeline and these notes i that's gonna be it it sucks and you know it just sucks and hopefully there will be enough maybe maybe there'll be enough backlash that the league is forced to do something that actually matters until then we need to not forget about this it doesn't matter how shit the ducks are how good the fucking the the penguins are the sabers are any other that shit this is something that we as hockey fans cannot let slip away you gotta remember until that. everybody who was involved is gone or actually face, faces repercussions. Hockey is a game, and real life, and the well-being of humans uh, is always more important than the fun, but ultimately childish game. Well said. Very well said. Uh, drink some water, drink some liquor, take care of yourselves, and no be angry and then try to relax i will be trying that second part i've been doing the first part quite a lot uh thanks for sticking with us through this this was rough good night everybody good night